Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest podcast on the planet. Still the greatest. Still the greatest. Always at the top. The likes are not showing that. We had a high rating, <laughs> but not the likes. Well, so come on, people out. We don't have true supporters out here. Don't don't be hating on we our have, listeners. Like, all the the people who are listening are the one who love us. It's the one who aren't listening. I know we have like. 10 listeners. We need to get outside of the inner bubble. Outside the inner bubble. That's our mantra. Today is a great day because my dad is going to introduce the question of the day. Thank you, Codes. And here we go. Question of the day. You know, our question of the day is not related to some specific sports happening as it has been. It's a little different, but... Cody and I came across this question. I don't even remember how we were doing it. We were talking. I think we were playing our uh, BP game. And I said, I was down by one. We spent a lot of time on the George Washington Patriot baseball diamond. Doing a lot of BP and infield, things like that. So we've become creative about uh, competition, finding some games and competition. And the question we were talking about is, Clutch hitters, but generally clutch players. Is the idea of clutch real or imagined? Are there actually players who do better in pressure situations, or is that just our perception of the moment? And uh, what do you think? Clutch players. So. Real or imagined? My first thought is that it's all luck. Because you can only get so many uh, clutch appearances. Um, that you could just get lucky and be 100% throughout those clutch appearances. But then my second thought is that you have some people like LeBron and Hanley Ramirez. They, Hanley Ramirez? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Where'd saw, you pull that one out of? It was an Instagram clip on MLB that I saw. So uh-huh. pulling that one out of my ass. Anyways. Those hey, people, I thought we weren't swearing on the Mozone. Actually, isn't a bad word. Okay. Anyways, they are they're consistently good at what they do, and they've had multiple multiple uh, appearances in clutch situations. But how many times in LeBron's career, early career, was he criticized for not being clutch? Well, for I not have no showing clue. up in a big game. <laughs> we he wasn't okay. So it's so funny that he's now in your realm of your age group and Instagram TikTok world. That he's a clutch player. Because he but wasn't always that. The Cavs and Warriors feed, or mm-hmm. feud, um, he was insane. He did it over and over again. He was carrying them. He was I carrying see. them in the clutch moments? I mean, he did clutch yes. things. He had big defense. He had shots, I guess. Like, those, like, five, like, four seasons ago, he was back with the Cavs? Yeah. Yeah. They were in every year. Clutch. Like... What does that mean? Clutch. I mean, clutch means you perform well. But wasn't in the clutch very like tight, risky situations? But wasn't the clutch all the work he did throughout the season and the beginnings of the games to have them in those positions to win the games? I mean, no, because the opponent. I mean, you gotta be you gotta be in the situation to be clutch. Yeah, and he's always in that situation. So he's okay. So there's the luck thing. If you're always in that situation, the odds are that you're gonna do well some of the time. If you look at major league baseball players and hitters, they fail. A good hitter, as we know, fails seventy percent of the time. 
So even the best clutch baseball hitters, when they're in that moment late in the game, they're making it out more than they're not. So they're it so, just feels like it's just like oh they they seem so clutch. Yeah, so that's like a pro for it because if they get seventy out seventy percent, if they get out seventy percent of the time, then they're more clutch because they don't get out during those uh, high risk situations. Does that make sense? But they do. But it just feels like it. I'm saying that the numbers don't necessarily put that up. You just feel like this guy feels clutch. Like, oh, it seems like every time he gets a big hit, especially because it may be a player that seems to have like a, a low batting average, but they get big hat hits in big moments. I don't even know if that's true, but we say, oh, he's clutch, and that would oh, he's not clutch. Aaron Judge, like Aaron Judge, or I'm thinking like uh, Yadi Molina for the Cardinals, who. Who's you hate Yachty? Because he's so overrated. But that's okay. First of all, he's a great defender. Yeah. But then he doesn't have a super high batting average. But it seems like really, I think he's like two fifties, two sixties. But it seems like in late in the game he gets hits when they need him. When was that? I'm not saying it's like a like playoffs all the time and stuff. But what is clutch only playoffs or is it just? Oh no no it's like end the game situations. Okay. I don't know. I, I think it's myth. I don't Got your know. final answer? I think, I don't think it's, I don't know. You know, I I remember back to my Little League days. Uh-oh. Yeah, Here I know. Go. Here comes the story. <laughs> Playing for Portland. And uh, we had a guy on the team, Joey Isofano. If you're listening out there, Joey, I'm sorry. I might embarrass you with the story. But Joey Isofano, first of all, I love Joey Isofano because he always brought the bat that I loved. It was this beautiful You You bat. were one of those kids that asked to use other bats? Well, oh I don't gosh, play. I didn't wow. play at the level that you wow. played, okay? That I everyone's got their people. own $300 bat, okay? It didn't work like that. But anyways, Joey Savano was this well-built first baseman, and he was a big kid. And we always thought Joey Savano was a big hitter. But all I remember is always the coach saying, Joey, you're due, you're due. I think he was always due. <laughs> I don't think he ever got a hit. But there was a perception of him that, oh, he's big, he's got the bat, he's going. But he never, I don't I don't think he ever did it. I think that works away with clutch hitters. That we think they're in and they think they're it. Or I think I might have to hop on the myth train as well. Okay. Mainly because I hate... Uh, clutch players when they perform clutch against my team. <laughs> so who is your favorite favorite perceived clutch player? My favorite perceived Who who do you want up batting for you late in the game? Even though late in the game? Even though we're both agreeing it's maybe more imagined than real. Well, the obvious answer, is, like if we're kind of doing a gope right now, is Mike Trout. I haven't seen him play that much, but just statistically, it's him. Well, he's great, but he, there's a great question. It's not my impression that he's a clutch player. He's the most he's, consistent player. He's got great numbers, right. Are his numbers better in the first three innings, middle three innings, or last three innings? I don't know. Is that, but that's the question. All right, clutch. so clutch? But, but, maybe, but if it's imagined, then he's right on. Because if his numbers are great, they're going to be great all the time. Yes. He has no playoff clutch. That's what clutch. he's been doing, though. So, well, because he hasn't made it so, to the playoffs. So that's a good for our thing. Imagine 
Mike yeah. Trout is because he's got the best numbers. He's great. Imagine if Trout was on a good team. Like they might be good this year. How what he does in the playoffs? All right, so I'll go get. I'll go against what we've said with the whole clutch thing and choosing my clutch player. That I think that it seems imagined, yes. But I will tell you that it is my sense that David Ortiz, in his run with the Red Sox, seemed to get a big hit every time he was at bat. Big hit, historic baseball hits. Because he was clean up. Still, I still think that he's, uh, I don't know. So there, I, I just disprove everything I just said. Because I don't even know if he's better, but he just feels clutch to me. So. so we still don't know. We didn't even answer the question. So we have not answered the question. <laughs> Hopefully, though, it was a good discussion. It's up to our list. It's up to our listeners. We'd Make love sure to hear you from you. Comment and subscribe to this amazing podcast. Let us know what you think. So welcome back to the Mozo. Our next segment is a, a new segment that we're really excited about. Got a lot of great feedback and it's a calling. And uh this week, I'd like our caller to say hello. Introduce yourself to us. Hi, uh, it's Sam. I'm Adam's uh, nephew, Cody's cousin, living in Israel. Uh, do, you got, do you got like a fun, cute little moniker like uh, Sam from Sababa? I don't know. Is that all you got? Steeler Sam. Steeler Sam? No. Steeler Sam? I'm already a Brown Sam. I'm already a Brown Sam. Well, wait a minute. What happened to the Steeler? Uh, well, tell us a little bit about your your fandom, would you? Um, grew up in Cleveland, born in Columbus, big Ohio State fan. I think that's my biggest, I'm biggest fan of Ohio State Buckeyes. Love my Buckeyes. Um, big Indians fan, Cavs fan, hate LeBron. Uh, Don't you have a jersey of his? I did, and I... Burned it in the army. You burned it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Where's the hate come from? Tell us. Well, you tell me. You're from Cleveland. You well, you you you're the one who said you hate him. So tell us why you hate him. Uh, he. I don't. I mean, look. I don't know the guy. I can't hate him. I hate his decision. It hurt me. Um, 2016. I watched that finals every game and you can ask my dad I do not watch these games they make me too nervous I was with my friends and my friend has an apartment we were watching it and they won at like you know what time was it five in the morning I cried tears I was so happy and lo and behold two years later you know Kyrie leaves next year and LeBron's gone and his whole thing was bring a championship to Cleveland so I thought, okay, he wants to bring championship to Cleveland, but does that mean when he does that, it, that's it? It's getting a little bit hard, so he's going to quit. So, and then to LA, which I hate the Lakers, so, you know. Okay, so that meant, that rubs salt in the wound, okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, I, expect, I understand the hate a little bit. You kind of came back a little bit when he came back, but then when he said, I, I gave you your championship, I'm done, I'm out of here, you were right. done. Okay. Now tell us about the, you didn't mention the Browns in that list. No, no, I did not. You're right. And there's a little Steeler history, isn't there? Talk to us about that. Uh, I moved to Israel in 2008. Uh, I think it was the 2008-9 season. The Steelers won the, that was the famous Heinz Ward catch. 
the back of the end zone with the with the Cardinals. Um, oh, in the Super Bowl, yeah. Was a big Steelers fan, and they uh, they put a Steelers like Super Bowl whatever winners. They stuck it on our on our door. My dad was traveling then, whatever, and I, I they'd invite me over with my neighbor, just still my friend. We'd go watch games by their house, and they got me a jersey for my bar mitzvah and everything. So I was like a big Steelers fan. I like I was fun following them. I mean, look, you got to move to Denver, Atlanta, you got to be, see some teams winning. I was just in Cleveland watching everyone lose. No judgment here, Sam. No judgment here at all. And there is some dispute and denial in the family history, but there was a period in time which your father denies that he was a Steelers fan. He can't own it. My father was a Steelers he fan. will not man up and own it, but that happened to him too. Like Just like your facial hair looks like his, so does your brown Steelers history. It's okay. And in that spirit of your kind of brown Steelers history, we got a, a quiz for you about the brown Steelers rivalry. See how... How you know about that? Are right. you ready? You up for that? You ready to go? Okay, so yeah. one of the more memorable games happened in 1976. Oh my god. It was that's before he was born. <laughs> I'm testing his history. There's no way. He was a fan for like three you years. Were seven years? No, you were not seven. You were what, ten? I was uh, nine. nine. I remember watching this game. So let's see what you know. Oh my okay? gosh. It was, it was October 10th, 1976. It was a Browns 18-16 victory in Cleveland. One of the most memorable plays in the entire rivalry was when Browns defensive end Joe Jones sacked Terry Bradshaw in one of the most violent sacks you've ever seen. You can pull it up on YouTube. He, he had him from behind and he flipped him over his head onto Bradshaw's head. Wow. Joe Jones. Okay, you look it up. Now, the question for you is, what was Joe Jones' nickname? Was it A, JJ? Was it B, Junebug? Was it C, Turkey? Or D, Killer? What was the first one, the second one? JJ, Junebug, Turkey, or Killer? What was his nickname? No no fun or friend. I, I don't know. I think it's Junebug. You think it's Junebug? That's my vote. I'm thinking there's a trick question in here. There's no J in there. All right. Turkey. I'm going to go with Turkey. You are right, man. Turkey Joe, Turkey Jones. Strong work. All right. Second question. The Browns and Steelers have met 136 times in their rivalry, but only two of those games are playoff games. Two of those 136 meetings are playoff games. In those two playoff games, did the Browns win both? Did the Steelers win both? Or did they split? I'm going to say split. You should have gone with not your heart, but your head. Steelers won both of them. Yeah. Uh, May in in uh, January of 03, they won 36-33. And in January of 95, they won 29-9. Oh, three. Jeez. Yeah. That may have been the last playoff appearance by your Cleveland Browns. You never know. I got one more for you. One more for you. Going back in time again, 1978. One of the more memorable games, the Steelers won in a walk-off overtime in Pittsburgh, 15-9. They did it on a trick play in overtime. Now, the question for you, was that trick play A, a Statue of Liberty, what the hell is B, that? a flea <laughs> flicker, C, hook and ladder, D, a swinging gate, or E, a Hail Mary? Do you not know what a, you don't know what a Statue of Liberty is? No. Do you know what a Statue of Liberty is? I do not. It's when the quarterback uh, kind of goes back to pass. 
and like he fakes like he's passing the run back comes behind him and like like the Statue of Liberty's holding the ball up. What's swinging gate? Swinging gate is when the whole line just kind of don't you remember in um in remember the Titans they did swinging gate. Okay. All move. Yeah, they all move. Yeah, I guess he knows what it is. All right. Then the the two years ago, who tried the Buffalo Bills tried to do it against the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of all a weird place. So you got Statue of Liberty, Flea Flicker, Hook and Ladder, Swinging Gate, or Cody's favorite, the Hail Mary. Um, I'm gonna go Flea Flicker. You are Sam, two out of three. On the, okay. the brown, nice job, strong work. I was guessing Statue of Liberty. You go Statue of Liberty, no? Yeah. It was a flea flicker. Uh, I don't remember the pro players, but again, you can probably pull that up on YouTube as well. So you are awesome contestant. We don't have any prizes for you, just our our admiration and respect. Um, Cody, I think, has got a question for you. Just uh, I do. Are you gonna ask the question? Uh, sure, I'll ask the question. Uh. Since you live in Israel, we were wondering what it's like, uh, the relationship with sports and who you follow more of, like Israel sports or U.S. sports and how that works. So to be completely honest, I don't follow Israeli sports at all, um, mostly because they're just not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are amazing at martial arts, but that's not something you really follow. No. Just... Uh, you know, we're like in Jerusalem sometime, and my friend's like, oh, there's a soccer game going on, we'll jump in. It's like, what, 80 shackle, 20 bucks to get to a game, mm -hmm. so you get in. But uh, definitely here is the big thing to follow is or the Spanish League in soccer or the English League in soccer. Um, and when I was in high school and before the Army, that's really what I followed. But uh, now it's definitely Saturday night. It's perfect timing for me. Shabbos comes out in the winter. A stream of the Ohio State Buckeyes, watch the Buckeyes. Um, my engagement party this year was the Saturday night of Ohio State, Michigan. Oh. My friend kept it out outside, and nice. I'd go out and I'd see. My dad would update me every half an hour what the score was from his phone. And that is a good indication of your bride to be that she was cool with that happening. Oh, she will. What happened was we decided for the date, and really it was a reflection of what a bad fan I am because I did not know that I was going to be but so yeah i mean really my the sad thing is my relationship with the nba soured since i've gotten here um, mm -hmm. as i've grown older um i feel like they're just a bunch of babies and mm -hmm. i hate i hate watching the whole dynamic of him sitting out and him oh should he be sitting out so he has time in the playoff to play and like let him play no one really cares to the playoffs anyway so i mean making a big deal out of this so it's hard for me to watch the regular season of basketball so, if so, for you personally, you're still tied to the U.S. When you observe Israeli generally and their sports versus Americans and our sports, is it same level of intensity and fandom, or is it? Is oh, different? fandom here is takes America tenfold. Really, the fans here are insane. Like, you know, you have certain games like the equivalent, I guess, is like. Uh, Beitar, Jerusalem, their team, and they have uh, an Israeli Arab team called Bnei Sakhnin, mm -hmm. who, they're, they're big rival, and the fans, there's always riots after these games. So the last five years or four years, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, there's no fans in those games. 
They played the games like like in Corona. There's no fans, <laughs> but not because of Corona. Or if there are fans, it's only from the home the home stadium. Wow. They can't. You can't. So, but the level of sports here doesn't touch America. Um, I don't think they have. I mean, the amount of people, if right. you think about it, that could be good at a sport and. So the, the quantity, the breadth of U.S. sports doesn't compare, but the intensity, you'd say, is pretty high. Right. I mean, Maccabi Tel Aviv and basketball, is, that's the, like, the one team here that's like, you know, you can watch them play. They play smart basketball. It's mm-hmm. not dirty. It's like, but, I mean. And they've won European championships, too, haven't they? Yeah, but, I mean, every person that wins a European championship, I say it's almost every year to my friends in the Army and to my dad and my brother, you could take them and put them against the worst team in the NBA that same year, mm-hmm. and they would lose by at least 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the quality of the sport's also lower. Okay. Right. I have one question for you guys. Oh. There was a saying in the last zone that the Browns have the ugliest uh, The GOAT, yes. Of all sports. Listen. You missed... The turquoise and orange of the Miami Dolphins. You missed those the aren't purple bad. yellow of the Vikings. Those are bad, you think? Oh, yeah. Those are horrible. Oh, those are tur- Okay. What else? You got anything else? We had a whole... My dad had at least 10. I'm sending them. They were, they, he, did not, he did not agree at all. But my dad's like, a, you can't stand... They're like his children, the Browns. Like, no, he... What are you talking about? Yeah. No. No, I think... I don't think he loves you as much as he loves the Browns. <laughs> well, we appreciate you talking sports with us. I know you're going to play sports, which is always better than talking sports. So we appreciate you, uh, Steeler Sam, not Steeler Sam, talking with us. Yeah. And uh, look for yourself on the new Mozone episode. I can't wait to listen. All right. And we head into the classic GOAP segment. The GOAP. The We're at the GOAP, everyone's favorite. It is not the WOAP today because I will be presenting. Yeah, I messed it up last time. I yeah, you it. really messed it up. I did. So. I'll just sit here and let you lead me through it. I will. Today, I have. Do we need to explain the GOAP to people or do you think they know what it is this point? No way. I think you asked that last time and I said no. I'm just trying to keep people up to speed. If we have new listeners, they don't know. I don't think we got new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I brought one gope to the table. <clears throat> and that is, you cannot gope with Chuck Nasty's hair. Name three people out of all sports, because I'm confident, that don't have better hair, or that do have better hair than Chuck Nasty. Have to be facial hair? I think the whole thing, because he's got the mullet and the big beard. Okay, so I'm going to have to distance myself for my love for Chuck Nasty, because he's, he's just the best. And we know him <laughs> he's a Rocky, and so I have to try to, because I, I may agree with you, because his hair is part of not just, it's the whole persona, the whole Chuck Nasty brand. So I mean, let's who who else has got there? Who else has got 
May I may I have to go a little old school on you? No. Gope. Oh, gope. Sorry. Come on. You suck at this segment now. <laughs> <laughs> I. Okay, okay, okay. Even though I posed a question, one person I was thinking about was uh, Dolphins QB. Oh, Fitzmagic. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic? He's, part he's of got the, the beard, but he don't got the hair. But it, but it's it's the but the head hair, and Fitzmagic is part of that vibe he's got. He's that, got the same vibe. You know, they got sure. the Dolphins got him to tank, and he's just rallied them and beat the Patriots, and he does all this cool stuff. Now, you also... Harden. Oh, yeah. Bring beard. him in. Fear the beard. Fear the beard, because it's pretty strong, because as much as I love Chuck and thinks he's great, you got to say... Um, Harden's on a kind of higher talent plane than Chuck is in what he brings to the table. And and there's so much, because with Harden, That's too. That's debatable. I think what he does offensively, even though he's cheating and traveling, <laughs> it's pretty amazing what he does and how the whole game and his whole team kind of revolves around how he plays. And the beard's part of the, that mystique. So he, okay, so if it's magic... Beard, uh, who about, uh, hmm. So there's two that maybe could be in the discussion. Do you got somebody with, like, a good, uh, like, handlebar mustache? See, that's where I go, that's where I go old school. I well, it's gope. I know it's gope, so it's not, it's not goat, I know. It's not goat, it's not wope, it's gope. <laughs> you know what, maybe we need to explain the rules to you. <laughs> Why don't Instead you do of that? Our so listener. what? So what, what? What? Help me. Why? Why I think of a third? Tell me what. What is goat as opposed to goat or woke? Greatest of all present. Okay. So it's not all time. So mm-hmm. I can't go back in seventies NBA and pick some Afro guys who were just rocking mm-hmm. that. Well, that's like OP hair time. Okay. All right. All right. You so, too. <laughs> with the mullet. So you know, no NBA. I mean. Could you go Justin Turner because he's got the the Chuck Nasty look, but it's red. Yeah, it's red. So that's kind honestly. Of, so that's not too bad. I think about that. They are a little better than our beloved Colorado Rockies, so maybe he gets that. That's a miss. <laughs> um, what about Hater? Josh Hater. He's kind of got the long, greasy. He cut it. He cut it. Okay, so, so <laughs> that's yeah. how that's how present oh. I am. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll take I'll take those three. Those are pretty solid. Excellent goal today, thank you. Thanks for keeping me in line. Yeah. Following the rules, the very long tradition of what the GOAT has been and always should be. Thank you. You will. So we're glad that you joined us here for this episode of the Mo Zone. I am Rabbi Mo. I and am he is the Bulldog. And we want to say thanks and have a good night, everybody. Well, and a good day.
we head into our next segment, Start Bench Cut. I love Start Bench. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> try, try, try it again. Try it again. And we head into. <laughs> and we head into. <laughs> and we head into Start Bench Cut. <laughs> Okay, that was terrible, but we are going to be talking about clutch play. Oh, so you I just stole, that. I I stole was... it from you. Okay, let me redo that. <laughs> that was terrible. Like, which aging quarterback would you want? Brady, Breeze, or Rodgers? We already have go. done that one. Have we done that one? Yes, we have. I'm pretty sure we've done No, we did Brady for, for question of the day. We've done... We have definitely done like Wilson, Breeze, and Mahomes for Goat. For Goat, you done Russell. You, right. It's like the same exact thing. Okay, let's just go to another another segment. I just <laughs> want to leave. <laughs> All right, because we gotta wrap up. Yeah, that was terrible. Why do you always gotta mess because up my that's, ending? That's my thing. Your thing is say good night, but my thing is say good day. It should be the last. I should be able to say the last. Okay. Thing. Can I say it last? Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> and good night. Oh no! No, I say. <laughs> no, you say good night. Can't you let me have a little oh, bit of this? No, because you steal my gulps. <laughs> okay. Let me start it again. We're glad you all listened here to this episode of The Mozone. We had fun talking about sports. Hopefully you had fun listening. I am Rabbi Mo. He I is... am <laughs> Bulldog. Just saying to you. Just saying to you? What are you saying? <laughs> just saying to you. Just, just signing off with whatever. Say your sign. Have a good day and thanks for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Is that it? Yeah. That was terrible.